All right. Recap show. Recap. Week, week nine is in the books. Was that week nine? I'm like losing track of weeks. Yeah. I think it was week nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, week nine. And what a day it was for Sir Tyler Walgie. I mean, wow. Um, my bet board lead evaporated all in one day. Bet board gone. Now, now, you, three hey, Will, and oh. Will, since we're doing three we, and oh. since we are remote, you may need to turn yourself up a smidge. We'll do this live, and we don't turn have myself Ryan, up a smidge. We don't have Ryan today, so I guess we're just doing okay. all this live. Is that better? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe. Uh, yeah, no, I think so. Uh, okay, three and zero oh on the bed board. How you feel about that, Will? I don't love it. Um, now look, I, I, I still. The only pick that I truly regret making actually was the Utah, um, the Utah Oregon pick. But the other two, I look the other. After you saw Kyle Whittingham on the motorcycle, on the motorcycle, come out full sunglasses, <laughs> backwards hat, you had to feel good about the pick then. Uh, I mean, look, I've always been pro Whittingham, and and so nothing could ever make me like like uh, feel negative in that way. It was more just like as it approached. I remember thinking, yeah, I just don't know how. I don't know how uh, Utah's gonna be able to score in this game. Right. I shouldn't have used my half point then, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. It does. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, it doesn't matter because yeah, I'm only down two now. Look. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. this was the week we knew was coming. We knew this was gonna happen. We knew at one point you were gonna hammer me one weekend, and this is the weekend it happened. You went three and zero, oh, and now I'm down two, and I'm but still look, alive. I mean, but it felt like this was an inevitable thing uh, that I you think, would just come think, and uh, and take it all away from me. I think you're overreacting a bit. I think you're uh, <laughs> putting a little bit too. There's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be mm. all different kinds of changes. Things are flowing this now. Yeah. So, no. I mean, we have a lot of games left. Two game lead is not a whole lot, but I'll take it. And see, this is going to be pivotal though, because these next couple of weeks, it's like if I can build on that two game lead right. and head right. into bowl season up five or six or seven, or if you five can swing or six back or seven. <laughs> Five well, I mean, or six look, or seven only, seems extreme. <laughs> but that's only three. Look, five is only three more games from now. And we're heading yeah, into yeah. week 10. What are there, 14 weeks, 15 weeks, including Army-Navy? Is Am I mm. right with that, or is there 16? But my, my point is there's a lot of games left. So right. if I average one, you know, a game every other week, that would get me to five or six. I suppose. I mean, again, like uh, that, we, we made a big leap to five, six, or seven. That's all I'm saying from two. But when it's look, been I'm like a, at, uh, a one uh, or two I'm, game. I'm using history as a one judgment game. here. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. Um, but it was a huge day on the bet board for you. Um, and Where so, do we start? Congratulations. Um, we start with the uh, what I was also going to say is that a lot of these games in general on Saturday were kind of snoozers. But the biggest one – the absolute biggest game of the weekend, from what I can tell, was Oklahoma going down to Kansas. Wow, how about that? Um, and by the way, I'm what turn a win for the, Jay, for, for the Jayhawks. Okay. Instead of turning turn you up, let's turn, let, let's turn me down. How about that? How about that, Will? We're turning Tyler how, down. How yep. does Ryan do this? Like, How does he keep I, track of all this stuff? I wish I had a knob to turn you down in life all the time. <laughs> like, I, If I just had a Tyler knob. Um, yeah, Kansas. Yeah. Kansas gets their first win over Oklahoma in like 19 wow. years or 19 matchups or something like that. Um, a massive, massive win for them. Huge for Lance Leipold and for the program. Tough, tough loss for the Sooners. And it was also just a great game, like back and forth. Um, Oklahoma had at the end, and then and then Kansas goes down and scores. Um, I still think that I, what worries me most about this game is that, that it could potentially – 
eliminate the Big 12 from the playoff yeah, conversation, well, which about, I hope not. What about uh, Texas? Well, again, there's still a one-loss team, whoever wins out from here. But now we don't even know. Like, it's going to be a weird um, potential tie-break scenario to see who goes to the Big 12 championship game because now you have right. uh, Kansas State is a one-loss uh, has uh, is one loss in their Big 12 schedule. So is Kansas. So is Oklahoma. So is Texas. You know who else is only only has one Big 12 loss? Tyler. Who? The great Matt Campbell of oh my <laughs> of God. Iowa is he State. Back? Is They're he lurking. Back? He's kind of back. They're actually oh having a decent God. year. Best um, coach in football. He's back. Of course, it was only a matter of time until you know <laughs> the the Bear Bryant of our era came back and led the. Uh, you know he's never. You know that. Right you know here. Iowa State's never had a ten-win season in the history of the school. Yeah, but he's had some ten, nine. You double, know? can't get to double digits. I mean, no, it's a tough place to win. Let's just be honest. Let's um, set the bar a little higher than that. But hey, if, hey, if I look here, Iowa State one, two, three, four, five teams that are four and one in conference. Wow. So things are going to have to start shaking out here, or else some people are going to get left out. And so Oklahoma, Iowa State, Oklahoma State as well, by the way, four-game win streak for the Cowboys. Um, Texas, Kansas State, Kansas. Oh, actually, you know what? I, I take that back. I fucked up. Kansas is 3-2 and two in conference, so never mind. They're probably out of it. But um, even still, the, the Big 12 race is getting heated, and this loss does worry me. Now, if, if either Oklahoma or Texas can win out and stay with only one loss, I think there's a good chance that one of those schools makes the playoff but I don't think there's a good chance outside of that. Um, Iowa State ends the season with Kansas at BYU, Texas at Kansas State. They're going 4 and 0, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but whatever. It's, it's a decent season, actually, all things considered, I think, for Matt Campbell losing the quarterback and some other people to the whole gambling scandal. But mm. um, that's not even really what we're talking about here. But great win for, for Kansas. For all the Kansas fans, they took the uh, they took the goalpost down, threw them in the lake on campus. This is just like when Tennessee <laughs> beat Alabama. I, I like You just that. don't see these things in, in outside of college football. It's so amazing. So um, shout out to, uh, to them. Uh, now, Georgia handles Florida that we were both on the Georgia side there yes. in the, the world's largest outdoor tea party, or, or excuse me, cocktail party. Tea party. party. What, what is this, England? What the, what the, where did that come from? <laughs> it's early in the morning. I haven't finished my coffee yet, Tyler. <laughs> tea party. The world's largest outdoor t- outdoor cocktail party. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, uh, it's still in the morning. The I just rolled out of bed not that party. long ago. I've uh, been sick. You know, I got a lot of excuses here. Um, Ohio State, Ohio State. This is one of the bad board games, by the way. We had it what fourteen and a half or fifteen. Ohio State wins by fourteen. Fifteen, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was actually a pretty good game. Now, I think still like both of us were kind of right in our handicaps. Like I was like, hey, I just don't see how Wisconsin is going to be able to score on, on this Ohio State defense, and they really weren't able to. They only scored ten points. Yeah. But I thought that I would see Ohio State's offense be able to score enough to cover that spread. But even still. Uh, incredible game from uh, from Marvin Harrison Jr. Ohio State was running the ball pretty well. Um, you know, I, I think that well, uh, let, Ohio State not, just let's continue- not ignore that uh, Ohio State had 407 yards. Wisconsin had 259. Like yeah. it was very well executed. The game plan, holding on to the football. I mean, when they needed to, they got out. You know, uh, Ohio State had the ball ten more minutes, but the three turnovers yep. didn't help. 
I mean, yeah. Ohio State could have. You're you're right. Your your handicap was very was was accurate. Like Ohio State could have pulled away. They just kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit, but they didn't need to. You know, they're working on what they they they're fixing what they need to to finish the run on a on a stretch. And obviously, all eyes on Michigan at this point. What a what a crazy yeah, game baby. that's going to be. You know, oh, I can't wait. I mean, when I was watching that that Wisconsin game, and I was watching McCord because uh, Cal McCord, you know, to me, like if Ohio State had you know cj stroud or someone even just similar to what we've seen with them at quarterback o- mm-hmm. o- over the last few years i think they're the best team in the country but i think mccord is just like solid he's not terrible you don't think he's that he's- good see i'm thinking about giving him a nickname you know how you know how i do my nicknames when you're either really good or really bad i give you a nickname okay um, i was thinking about giving him a nickname because i'm impressed i think he's actually doing a good job he's handling what, what they've asked of him I'm, i've been throwing a couple out there should i at least let you know what i'm what i'm toying with yeah, yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Uh, Kyle McWireless. Kyle McWireless. Yeah, because the cord, like you know, the he's corded, like <laughs> McCord or McWireless. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's where it is so there. far. It's a work in progress. Maybe that's a I saw one. Maybe. I saw one when that when the whole Maserati Marv thing was happening in the Penn State game. Mm-hmm. Someone called him Kyle Honda Accord. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I can't take credit uh, for that, great. but. Yeah, I mean, look, he had he had two uh, bad interceptions. To me, like, like yeah, he's fine. Um, there's times when Marvin Harrison is open and he misses him, though. You know what I mean? Like, for how good Marvin Harrison is and how crazy his numbers are, he'd be better if he had a more accurate quarterback. Right. And he's not great at navigating the pocket. And so when I'm watching that game as a Michigan fan, I'm thinking, I can't wait to see Michigan's pass rushers getting after this guy. Now, yeah, again, yeah. we'll see how things shake out. It is going to be a crazy game. Michigan still has to get by Penn State here in a couple weeks first, but um, you know, th- either way, Ohio State just continues to do what they're supposed to, right? They're winning games, they're undefeated. I think that so we're going to see the first playoff rankings come out on Tuesday, and I my I my suspicion is they're going to be ranked number one based off a of resume. Who's that? Ohio State. I think they're going to be. The, I think they're the playoff committee will rank them number one in the playoff rankings yeah. because they have the best resume. I mean, they beat Notre Dame, they beat Penn State. Right. You know, they like, I don't know who else in that top four so or five what, category. What, what more do they need to do for you to change your mind about them? Because all year you said they're overrated. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, they've gotten better. I, and I said that when they beat Penn State. Like, I think their offense is improving. They're starting to run the ball better. But my biggest thing is, like, I don't think their offense is that good. I think that they have the most talent like they're more talented than than basically all but like three teams in the country on offense, but they don't live up to that talent. Like, what can yeah. they do? They can get a better quarterback. That's that's really how I feel. Um, so so you're going the other way with the nickname. You think? Uh, I don't think he's that good. I mean, he's fine. Kyle Mc, you know. See that? Then I want to go Kyle Mc Extension Cord. Kyle now before McExtension Cord. <laughs> oh, before on this it. game. He wasn't turning the ball over a lot. Like, he had two interceptions this game and before that. But to me, it's just like he's very just kind of average. Um, but, again, they're, they're an extremely dangerous team. It still wouldn't even surprise me if they beat Michigan and Ann Arbor. I don't think they will, but nothing would surprise me about it. It's still Ohio State. So, um, no, big for win sure. for them, uh, though, I'm gonna go, I guess, I'm against gonna go Wisconsin. Grab my, uh, I'm going to go grab my uh, blue blockers real quick. He's grabbing his blue blockers, folks. All right, we move on. Florida State takes care of business over Wake Forest. I'm glad we're talking about this while Tyler is away because one of his favorite picks that he gave out was Wake Forest plus 20 and a half. 
I ended up jumping on that same train, and we both lost. So moving on. Now that he's back, what great. Did, what, what did we both um, lose? <laughs> <laughs> we both lost Wake Forest plus twenty, plus twenty and a half. I was talking. About, I, I just I yeah. figured I, I mentioned that yeah. while you were away. But you know, we split. Um, our, remember, I, I split my bet. Remember, I went yeah, have you got Western. Yeah, so you, you it, got Western Michigan, and, and and that went zero two. I mean, we ended up losing the one games, or you know, the like technically one game because we were splitting it first half, second half. But and that's one thing we need to be clear about. I wanted to make sure that people understood that we weren't making two bets on Wake Forest. You know, like, it, but maybe we could be a little bit. Well, more it is with two bets. You time. just split like the bet amount, right? Is that well, what you're it, saying? Exactly. But I'd, uh, but you're splitting units. Some maybe maybe some people interpreted that as two units on Wake, which wouldn't you know be what? wise against uh, in that situation. But look, uh, I was watching the game on my phone. I was doing a few things, and it was seventeen seven with like four minutes to go, and yeah, I put the Florida phone State away. Just- and Wake's getting the ball back uh, up 10 with four minutes to go. And I'm like, okay, like this is like, you know, give me three. Well, wait a minute. Good. No, I don't think that's how, because I mean, they were up 34-7 at half. So that's my point, uh, Will, for, for, is, Florida State is, is look at the late, there was late scoring in that half. That's my point. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. I thought, I thought you meant at the end of the game. There Sorry. were like two touchdowns in the last like three minutes. Of the, that was my yes. point. And they go, oh, shit. And Florida they, State just kept breaking off huge runs. It was like it was brutal. Yeah, and then it. Uh, uh, see, I, I assumed a turnover or something happened because they just scored boom, boom. But maybe it was just quick. I'll no, they were just like big plays. Oh, um, so, but yeah. you know what? But That's way. the way she goes. Move along. Yeah, way exactly. She goes. Because look at you're you're gonna get wins. You're gonna get losses in there. It's a part of it. You want more wins and losses. That's why. Hey, Broncos came through for us. So that uh, they did. One right there. So Western Michigan Broncos came through. You know who else came through for Tyler, but not for me. The Oregon Ducks—they destroyed Utah, thirty-five to six in Salt Lake City. Um, I texted you when, like, I think it was right when they went up like seventeen or fourteen-six or something yeah. like that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this shit is over. They're gonna win by thirty, and they won by almost thirty exactly. Um, really impressive yeah. win for Oregon, and a reminder that—and I tweeted this out again. Follow us on our Twitter page. I, I, I'm not calling it X. Uh, CFB underscore Pod is the handle. Um, Maybe it's actually not a, an ideal thing to have your quarterback be a pig farmer. That's just my opinion. Like, <laughs> like we were louding it last week. Like, oh, the pig farmer took down the Heisman winner. Yeah. But actually, turns out maybe the pig farmer is the guy that should just be the backup, and we don't well, ideally want him playing. What kind of farmer would you prefer? Like a cow farmer or like a not a farmer at all? I want I want the guy that that woke up at 5 a.m. to go and train at the f- at the quarterback facility, not the guy who was waking up to feed all the, the pigs yeah, and but, cows but like and if you had to have take a care farmer, of the horses. If you had to have a farmer, what kind of farmer are you mm. are you recruiting to your team? A pig farmer is obviously off the list because you don't like that. Horse farmer, mm. cow farmer. Uh, what horse farmer. Of, is there a goat um, farmer, like a sheep farmer? Huh. Yeah, actually a sheep herder, like a, a shepherd. That wouldn't be a bad yep. gig. That, that, that's, Plus you could have that's some dogs around. Yeah. This is not an anti-farmer take, by the way. I'm just saying, like, when when the, when the number one attribute about no, 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 I'm I'm down with all the farmers. Farmers listening out there, thank you. You guys grow all our food. Um, shout out to the farmers. Big yes. Ag Podcast. We're big oh, Ag course. Podcast. Of course. Um, but I'm saying when when the number one attribute about your quarterback is that he's a pig farmer, it's probably not a great sign for some of these big matchups. Like that's the only thing we have to say about about uh, about. Um, okay, but what's hold his on. Name? Uh, but we we can move on from this in a second. 
<laughs> it's not his fault that the network focused so much on the goddamn pig farmer thing. You know what I think you would hate right. his job? I think you would absolutely hate to be in those meetings where the executives are coming up with what do <laughs> yes. we talk about? Because you're so anti, like whatever they're like the. That's yeah. why I remember you I'd be saying like, about, you guys are all lame. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you saying about Coach Prime. You're like, I'm starting to get up. You're like, it's not necessarily Coach Prime's fault, but they just won't get a, the cameras out of his face. They just won't stop showing him. And so I think if you were right. in these meetings and they come up with those ideas, you would be the one like, no, like not again. Yes. We can't do that again. I'd get fired immediately. You would hate but, that job. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, like, you're right. It's not his fault, but it's also like we don't have anything else to go on. We don't have anything else to go on with this guy. They just kept talking about it. Yeah, so it it was interesting. 20,000 pigs. And then (laughs) they had the note, first, uh, First. most in FBS history. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great record. Again, I like the kid. Um, I'm really not ragging on him here, but it's just, you know, it goes to say that, like, the whole arc. What's up? Did you hear what happened to the Florida, to the uh, Georgia Peaches this year? What are, are Georgia oh, peaches not happening? Such this year? a sad. Are we thing. out on Georgia well, peaches? We're past that time anyway. But what happened was because of the warm weather. Because you know we're getting some weird weather, and because the, the, the early and warm summer this El year. El Nino. It's an El Nino year. Well, you know El Nino stands for uh, the Nino. Yes, but, that's uh, right. Uh, so it was it was unusually warm this year early on in the season. So the peaches blossomed and bloomed early. And then a oh, freeze no. came and oh, wiped no. out 90% of the Georgia peaches this year. Isn't that crazy? Oh, so 90% no. of Georgia peaches were... That's why in Colorado, if you noticed, there were a lot more Palisade peaches available around us. That sure. was the reason. There were no out, out, sort of outside peaches, so it was a lot more like local peaches this let's, year. Let's go ahead and go ahead and have a uh, college football tailgate moment of silence for the Georgia for, peaches. For, for the, yeah, for the... Okay. Ah! Moment of silence. Okay, great. Um, that, I do that, love is, a good that is a bummer. I do yeah, love a good of, peach. Who doesn't love a good peach? But mm-hmm. that is, um, uh, if there's any peach farmers out there, to go back to that, in the Georgia area, uh, we, we're feeling for you and we stand with you at this at this time. I'm going to come on Wednesday with my uh, my top five fruit. My, no, my playoff four fruit rankings. Oh, boy. I'm very mm-hmm. interested to hear this because I feel like mm-hmm. even though there's like lots of fruit or delicious, I think we're probably going to have some very different answers. So. Um, love that. Okay, I'm a big fruit uh, guy, pe- though. You know that. I eat fruit almost every day. I'm a big fruit guy as yes, well. We're a yes. couple of uh, couple of fruit guys. I'm not a fruit um, cup kind of guy, though. I like fresh fruit. Just go two yeah, aisles over, been. get it fresh. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I, however, I was at the store yesterday, and again, this speaks to uh, how much a lot of these games were snoozers throughout the day. Like there weren't that many exciting games on. I normally can't like leave my house because I'm like so I'm tuned into all the games, and at one point. Before the uh, like the evening game started, I had time to go to the like grocery store down the street, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a, a little thing of mixed fruit, which I'm going to enjoy today. So okay. there you go. Let me know how it is. I will. I will. Let um, us know on Wednesday. How about Arizona taking down Oregon State at home? Arizona Dude, sneaky, what sneaky is going five on? and three. What sneaky hell? five and three? I'm kind of pissed off at, at. Okay, I didn't have money on that game. I'm thinking of Arizona State because. Arizona State also that, won. I big, did. big day for the desert teams. Yeah, yeah. No, I gave out uh, three picks on the Monday Patreon show. <clears throat> I gave out the Buffs plus 17 that covered. I gave out Wisconsin plus 15 that covered. And I gave out a two-team parlay. Um, it was Minnesota Moneyline against uh, uh, Michigan State. That came in. And then I had uh, Wazoo State. on oh, Wazoo. the road at Arizona State. I know I'm switching games here. But, yeah, yeah. But, God, that pissed me off. I thought that was so such a good – 
opportunity for Washington State. I mean, th- to me, they were the they're clear- four and four now. I they're really like tumbling. I can't man. believe it. But but I thought they were the clear cut better team. And Arizona State coming off that like emotional game that, that we and I thought they were the I I, I didn't think that was going to turn out that way. So both Arizona schools, Arizona State winning, and then like you mentioned, Arizona getting the win. I'm really impressed with Arizona this year. They look very good. And they're yeah. deep. Remember when Colorado lost? Their receiver, who had the best day at the spring game, uh, you know, yep. outperformed uh, Montana Lamonius Craig. He's yep. he's barely getting time at Arizona. They're really deep. They their got offense lot. is good, yeah. man. And like they had, they were they were winning in weeks and competing in weeks where they didn't have their starting quarterback. Like Jed Fish is doing a very impressive job with them. They are a they're the type of team right now that yeah nobody's talking about, but I can guarantee you nobody nobody in the Pac-12 is like great. We have Arizona up this week. They're all like, oh fuck, we have Arizona. Like they're a dangerous, dangerous team. Right. And so five and three, uh, they're they're three and two in the Pac-12, uh, but a big win for them over Oregon State. And uh, yeah, you mentioned it with Washington State falling to Arizona State. Washington State, talk about a, a real fall off. They were what four and one at one point, or three and one, or four and zero, oh, and ranked in the top sixteen. And now they're four and four, just a total collapse of uh, yeah. of the Cougs. So, oh God, sorry, I got uh, distracted. Um, it just turned eleven o'clock, and I was like, "Oh fuck, is Reed Blankenship did playing you set today?" Your, did you set oh, your fantasy fan, lineup? Fantasy lineup. Yeah, he's he's playing. Thank God. Okay, good. Um, well, <laughs> listen. Uh, speaking of Tyler, mentioned the uh, the Patreon. Go join the Patreon. So, patreoncom slash tailgate. Um, there's a few different things up there. We post bonus content. Tower puts his top 50 of his power rankings up there, which you you can use to uh, to be you know making your own lines. A lot of value there. Tower mentioned it. He's posting Patreon picks as well. Um, and, and going so, into uh, uh, bowl season, I'm going to post the full 133, so you can use it yeah, for all the bowl crazy. games. Crazy, uh, incredible, and so and it's just a great way to help support the show. So if you like the show, uh, go join our Patreon. It's just five dollars a month. Uh, with inflation, that basically is worth nothing. So um, <laughs> anyone that, uh, that that tells me they can't afford five dollars a month, I'm saying, hey, listen, that was a dollar a month a year ago. So go. Um, go ahead and go ahead and join the Patreon. Um, you're you're, uh, you're an economist these days, Will. I'm a big economist. Yes. Yep. Uh, me and Paul Krugman, basically the exact same thing. So Krugman, um, Krugman, Krugman. Uh, Notre Dame absolutely working pit. And Pat Narduzzi coming under fire after the game. Did you see this, Tyler? He, uh, uh, no. He, I didn't see Narduzzi. In his heat. post-game interview, he said, hey, listen, we lost like four guys to the NFL draft last year, and we thought we were going to be able to replace them with the current guys, but turns out we, we couldn't, and, uh, and that's my fault. And then a bunch of his players started like tweeting and posting about it. Oh, like, oh, no. really? You're throwing the players under the bus. And so – uh, Pitt coming into this year was a team we all expect to be pretty good. Yeah, they're two and six. I can't believe that. Two underachieving this year. Yeah, I thought making the quarterback change, a few different changes on offense. I I, I can't believe what they've done this year. Huge underachievement. I can't. Uh, they didn't Notre Dame beat them change. fifty-eight to seven. Yeah, that's bad. Fifty-eight to the Notre Dame scored twenty-seven points in the third quarter. Oh, I mean look, that look. that's. It's an ass whooping. You know, it's, it's, it, that's what a good coach does when the going gets tough. Just throw the team out of the bus. You know? Exactly. That's what Saban 100%. always says. <laughs> um, how about another big upset, Tyler? This one hurt me. Now, um, not to be one of those guys, but I had a few different parlays in play on Saturday. You know me. I'm a parlay guy. Um, I'm, Dude, I'm as square everyone's as they a get. parlay guy. You know how on DraftKings yes. it shows like the community and everyone shows their picks. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious. It's all parlays because I recently have I, I accidentally like accepted the thing. I've 
and whatever. So I now have access to see all the things. And I was just curious to this. I'm like, huh, I want to go see what everyone has posted as their NFL picks on Sunday. Because you can oh, share, parlays. You can share parlays. your picks. Dude, it's like 11-team parlay, 15-team yeah, yeah. parlay, 16-team parlay. Yeah. I'm like, what the this hell? This is where the fun is at, dude. We're riding the roller coaster, but I had th- – uh, I think I had four in play on Saturday, four different par- – I, I don't go nuts. I, I always try to limit it to like three or four parlays. Okay. And, again, I'm not uh, I'm not, I'm not going to have to like move out of my home anytime soon because I'm losing these, these sure. small bets. Sure. But I had three, three parlays yesterday that hit on all but one. And these are oh. like uh, – these are all four or five-team parlays, except one of them was a six-team money line parlay. And the last leg, Tyler, was I needed North Carolina just to beat Georgia Tech. And what does Georgia Tech do? They score 22 no points in the way. fourth quarter and come back and beat North Carolina. So that one doomed me. Um, Dude, this what's is going a, on with UNC? That's a couple in a back row. Back to back. Oof. back to And to bad teams, Virginia and now Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, this is – it's bad, man. Uh, they're, they're not a team that can be relied on anymore, even with Drake May and that amazing offense – they're letting Georgia Tech do whatever they want and score. I mean, like, Georgia Tech literally scored 24 points in the second quarter and 22 in the fourth quarter, and that's it. So, I don't know, man. Real bad. Real poor showing from the Tar Heels defense. And uh, and so, I know you have a song prepared, um, I believe, to, to – a couple for next week. A couple uh, for, for Wednesday. Couple and I'm no longer going to feel bad for Mac Brown should he be the target of any of them. Well, um, maybe. Louisville handles Duke twenty-three to nothing. Uh, thankfully, one of the winners I gave out, but uh, you know Duke just was running on running on fumes there, and you know they they now lose I think three other last four games. Tough showing, but Louisville, man, Louisville, sneaky team. It's going to be competing for the AC championship game. I really feel that. Yeah, I can't believe how good they are. I mean, I'm really impressed with the the coaching staff. Yep. They're consistent, and that was why I didn't want to take Duke last week. It's like Louisville's got a ceiling, man. They, it's it's a high ceiling, and I'm excited to see what they can do at the end of the year in these big games, but uh, they look good. Yep. Um, the other bet board victory you got here, the third one, Tennessee takes down Kentucky at Kentucky, 33-27. to The spread was 3.5, and, and now let me tell you, Tyler. And you, uh, gave, late- you gave this a handicap out when I was getting Ryan's carrot cake cookie, so I didn't hear what you said. That's right. You were being sneaky with it, and, uh, yeah, it was the – Well, speaking of that, well, I had some listeners uh, reach out and say, wow, we should give Smitty more carrot cake cookies because it sounded <laughs> like we, like he was he was in a fantastic mood with that. He was loving that cookie. <laughs> well, we, we haven't heard that kind of – that kind of uh, emotional outburst from Smitty in quite some it's time. Very, so he was true. really loving yeah. that carrot cake cookie. Um, no, look, my, you know, I mean, again, Tennessee continues to impress me. They've been like really, really good this year. Um, but what annoyed me about this, and again, it makes sense from a, a head coaching standpoint, a gamesmanship standpoint. But at the end, uh, Kentucky was down nine, I think. And they had the ball. They're in the red zone. And it's now like, fourth and something from like the whatever and they're down nine and at this point I was thinking oh I hope they they go for it and score a touchdown here because then I'm going to cover the spread but they did the smart thing which any head coach do there's they have to get two scores regardless so they take the field goal and then there's like four minutes left they got to get a stop and so but I remember thinking the second they kicked that field goal like oh I'm fucked because if they had done the touchdown first I might have covered the spread but of course it makes sense to to build the confidence um, and they ended up not like what they ended up not getting a stop late. They had a chance late to get the ball back. Tennessee had third and seven, 
and all they and everyone in the whole world knew they were going to be running it. They do a quarterback uh, like power run out to the left, get the first down, and that's game. And I couldn't believe that Tennessee couldn't or that Kentucky couldn't stop that. So uh, impressive, impressive well, win for I the mean, Volunteers. Look, you're just going to come up with reasons why you should have covered. This is why yep. you should have gone two. Here's why I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, God. no, I mean really, like Tennessee's offense really impressed me. Um, you know, Joe Milton continues to improve. Like really. They're they're a really good team, honestly. I, I I don't think they have nearly the firepower they had last year. Of course, they lost a lot, but like Josh Heupel, man, like he really needs to be speaked on as like maybe a top ten coach in the country, something like that. Like I I think right. what he's doing there is really impressive. We, we've yeah we've we've been giving him praise for a long time on this show. He does a really good job. Underrated. We'll see how his recruiting matches up long term to other schools in the SEC. But I love him as an actual coach. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The uh, let's see here. Southern Cal almost loses on the road at Cal. There was a protest at the fifty-yard line. A bunch of Cal player or Cal students ran out to protest. God knows what. I mean, do they not realize that if you want to do a protest, you shouldn't do it when the game is being broadcast on the Pac-12 network where no one's watching? Like, <laughs> it's on, so okay. stupid. I, I should have known about this. What happened? Like, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 kids ran out. I, I, I think it was at the start of the second half, or maybe it was at the end of the first half. I don't think it was pregame, but I saw it on Twitter. I'm going to look A bunch of students up. just ran out, and they sat at the 50-yard line, just like a sit-in, you know, like a classic protest. We're not leaving. We have some thing that we want to bring attention to that, by the way, no one gives a shit about. Like, not that... Their cause is something no one gives a shit. I don't even know what their cause was. I, I, I could probably just guess it has something to do with like climate change because um, those are the type of people that do this shit. They, they super glue themselves to, to pieces right, of to, art to, like, in Europe. Paintings and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, like the like, worst way this? to make everyone yeah. hate you. Like If you want to make oh, everyone man. hate you in your cause, let's just go ahead and throw soup at the Mona Lisa. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This mm. is not helping anything. And so... Anyway, they go and sit down out there, and it delayed the game at, at some point. They all ran out to the oh to my midfield. god! No, no. So this is what this is what it was. The protesters what? wore T-shirts uh, that read "Justice for Yvonne." Yvonne Delval, a Spanish hey, our listener, professor. Our, yeah, our uh, listener, Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's Shout the same out, Yvonne. Um, was recently suspended by the university for allegedly stalking and harassing a professor from another school. So this individual <laughs> was apparently stalking and harassing someone, got suspended, and that's why. <laughs> that's why they. This is him. what they're protesting. Yes, yes. a stalker. Dude, but, but look, I know we have a lot of college students, but I think this is what a lot of the younger generation like thinks you do. This is what they think the right thing is to do. How you handle things, you know? If you yeah, are let's go disrupt a football game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look uh, again. And, yeah. It's it is an American thing to be able to protest, and it's your right. Um, I also in, feel I, like I'm into uh, all, all the. Uh, I'm into it. If you're in a protest, I'm down for it. But it's just like peaceful look, protest. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, hmm. pro peaceful. I, I did see. Uh, I, I did see Big Cat from uh, from Barstool tweet out. He said, "Just keep playing the game. Targeting rules don't apply to protesters." 
<laughs> so uh, that would have been one way too. A lot of people were a lot of people were posting the video of Marshawn Lynch driving the uh, the the cart when he was at Cal. Yeah. It's like here's here's what we need. We need Marshawn out there mowing down protesters. So, and, and did but they anyway, like, did they like go limp with their bodies and when they tried to get them and stuff? It and, ended up. It was all handled off camera. So unless someone from uh, from in the stadium, of which there not were not many, I uh, like took, the off camera handling of those situations. Sure. If you got somebody yeah, naked yeah. on the field. If you got uh, the protesters, whatever it may be. Well, that's you know that's where it gets funny. A, a guy camp. runs out on the field. A guy runs out on the field, and the security team all turns into Ray Lewis, and they're willing to to wreck somebody <laughs> on on the field. But a crowd of twenty go out there, and they can't touch him. It seems right? interesting, but yeah, uh, it is. But either way, uh, Cal almost takes down USC here. It ended up going uh, to. A late touchdown, and Cal with the – I mean, got to give Justin Wilcox credit here. He had the balls enough to say, we are Cal. They are Southern Cal. This is our only chance to beat them. We're not going to go to overtime. Did he say that? They went for two. No, but it's like this, they went for two. on his part. They, mm. they went for two. That's the whole idea. It's like if you're the, the underdog team and you're in that role, I always feel like don't send it to overtime. Go for two. Don't kick the extra point. He did that. They didn't get it. They lost. But I think all the concerns of hey, where's the motivation on the point or on the part of Southern Cal are going to be fully in effect the rest of the way out. Like, how is this team going to perform? They don't cover the spread. They do get the win, but is there any motivation at all within that that Southern Cal locker room right now? Mm, yeah, doesn't look like it. I think they are donezo. Yeah, agreed. Big time donezo. Um, let's see here. Any other games we need to touch on here, Tyler? Before we. Uh, before we jump and start enjoying our Sunday, well, did you did uh, did we hit buffs in UCLA? Oh, right. Okay, another one. And again, you gave him out on the Patreon, so I hope all our Patreon listeners bet on this. I fucked up and took the line dropped to like fifteen at one point because I think this line yeah. most of the week was like seventeen. Is that right? It was. It was seventeen early in the week, but it dropped by the time we did the podcast. It was like uh, sixteen, and then it got okay. to fifteen. I actually think it got to fourteen and a half. So no Dante Moore. That might have been why Dante Moore didn't oh, play for Dante UCLA. Less, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, uh, you uh, and this was another parlay that got busted. It was the last leg of a fourteen parlay. It was I had I had UCLA minus uh, fourteen and a half, and uh, and USC gets the or, or uh, geez, Colorado gets the late uh, the yes. late touchdown to cover the spread. That one broke my back, but hey, if it worked for you, Tyler, I'm happy. It did, and it worked for the Patreon uh, listeners, so there you go. Yeah, 100%. Um, amazing. Well, listen, uh, 3-0 and for the bet board, uh, just a huge weekend for the Walgy household, and I am happy yes. for you despite the fact that it came at my expense. Mm, well, you know, uh, buckle up because we're getting to that point in the season where uh, the fangs are coming out. Either like a wolf oh, or a boy. vampire. It, it's it's a uh, it's Halloween zone, so we'll do like a vampire. The vampire fangs are coming out soon. Well, it oh, does make sense. Of, speaking of, okay, I know yeah. we have a uh, outdated movie review that I need to do. Idiocracy. Yep. I'm pushing that. Yep. I, I made okay. the decision. I'm pushing that He's to pushing the it. end of the season or even off season because I'm going to come on Wednesday with a off season. Well, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll that's push quite it. the push. Well, well because. If you think about it, Ryan's got one to do. You have one to do. We got other content to do besides these mo- these reviews, right? So That's by the time you guys do one, that may be three shows down the line. So we're talking some shows here. But anyway, I'm going to come on Wednesday with a different review. Have you heard of Five Nights at Freddy's? 
Um, I'm familiar with it. I've never seen it, but I, my understanding was it was like a, a show for children. What? And that's how I... So, well, okay. Can I, uh, just a quick story time on okay. how I know yes. about Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Um, it's a horror movie. I used, I used to like dog sit for this family years ago, right? Um, and it, Well, it's like a horror show, but I'm telling you, it's like catered for children. Um, oh, no, no, no. You're thinking of something different. This is a new, a brand new movie that's out. Well, no, but this is based on a story that has been around for, it's based on a show or a oh, video okay, game or okay, something. Okay. It is, it's it been is, around, it is. Yeah, that's what Ali was saying. It's like this creepy robotic teddy bear that's like, and again, it is all like horror themed, right? But the, my uh, involvement with it once was I was dog sitting for this family. I was staying at the house and they had like a maid service that would come in. And the maids come in, and the main one of the maids brought their like little son with them. He's like a little like five year old or six year old or something like that. And this kid just won't stop talking to me the whole time. I like I was like like trying to be nice, of course. I wasn't like like get away from me, kid. But he's just talking to me as if he knew me for years. And he's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, do you know about Five Nights at Freddy's? Really? See, and I so didn't know and about, I, I don't know I about having any of this to, stuff. I well, I don't either. But this is how I know about it. I ended up googling it, and I was like, I don't think this looks like something that you should be watching, young man. <laughs> like, it was a little bit scary for what his age was, I suspect. But yeah, it's a new. Sh- it's a PG thirteen movie, though, isn't it? I believe so, yes. So, okay, uh, so you're going to watch it and review it? Is that what's going to happen? Well, if that's okay with you, Will. Yeah, yeah, no. If, that, if that's... <laughs> that's not... I'm sorry if the tone came across judgmental. I'm cool with it. I just didn't know what, what was going on with this or if you had already watched it or something. No, no, no. I, I saw the I saw the preview or the trailer on Peacock. That's where mm-hmm. it is. The uh, cock. On, on the cock, yeah. And it looked bizarre. It looked so it bizarre. It does look and bizarre. It, it kinda, yeah, and so uh, we'll see. I'll watch it, and I'm going to uh, we'll review it. I okay, think we're gonna. I think Allie and I are uh, carving pumpkins today. So nice. We may well, watch happy Halloween! That, so. Happy Halloween to all our listeners out there. Yes. Join the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Tailgate. Follow us on Twitter. CFB underscore Pod, and we'll see you Wednesday.